Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. My friend, Kanata <laughs> Edwards, not a describe, Ion College Basketball Podcast. As it says on the bio, a pinch hitter at times on the Pick Six Pod. Uh, we are three games into the NBA Finals, and after every game is another narrative. Last night, the narrative was, well, Denver's just better, which we knew. Uh, mm-hmm. Miami played with no energy, which I don't buy. Uh, sometimes the other team is just better. I thought Den- I thought Miami's problem was they ran bad offense last night. I I just I think we have to like I think we have to go back to the Denver's just better well, thing. Well, no, that's part of it, right? But like, I think Miami just didn't help themselves by running lazy offense. I don't think they helped themselves, but at the same point, I'm not sure how many more counterpunches Spo really has. <laughs> like, let's be real here. Tyler Hero who was rumored to be coming back right. for what? What all, this entire final series? They they basically put the kibosh on that. So who's coming back to help them? Duncan Robinson is being Duncan Robinson, which is, okay, he's going to hit shots, but we're also going to make him defend. There's just – this is where the undrafted guys start looking like undrafted guys. (laughs) And the other team is just better. And on top of that – we're probably seeing the best run from a big man since what Shaq yeah. in '01 or Hakeem in '94. Like that's what we have. Like, like it's like you said earlier. This we just got to tip our hat to the better guy right now. We have to tip our hat to the better team right now. The, it's that simple. The best player in the series is unquestionably Nikola Jokic and I texted you it was during game two mm-hmm. uh, when what are we you, saying? Uh, like what are we watching here and then of course Miami came back and won the game <laughs> but I wasn't really concerned about that because we were I was just marveling at what Jokic does you can't there's no there's no answer Miami no. as good a defender as Bam Adebayo is what has he given up? Forty pounds and height. Forty pounds and three inches. Forty I, pounds and three inches, which matters. Yeah, because Jokic can make any shot, almost with, with any hand, <laughs> with balance not necessary. I'm like I've never seen. I've never seen this. I've never seen a player like him. Like we got to think about it. Like for the last what twenty years, we've been about our wings have been the feature like if you have a wing that no one else has then you basically win we're going back to the old school with this one adam (laughs) this is this is completely the if you don't have a kareem you don't have a Shaq, you don't have a, a, a russell a wilt you're not winning we're going old school with this and it's fun because it should be like Jokic should be a throwback to everybody that loved those bigs that just dominated the floor. And when you see a team like Miami go zone 
And this dude is basically carving them up like he's at Golden Corral. Like, that's how good this dude is. Like, that's the thing. Like, he's that good. I, it, it's fun to watch because at, at certain points, like, you're just watching this dude toy with these guys. Yeah. And then, or you see, like, take the third quarter from last night. Like, Jokic gets the ball on, on the perimeter. Ball fake, two dribbles. I'm just going to motor in, flip some le- left hand, like right-handed shot. It plays around on the rim and then goes right in. Yeah. That's like that's unstoppable. It, it that's, is. And it's it, quite literally unstoppable. It's part of you game. don't have anything for that. You say it's old school, but I think it's new school because the old school Shaqs and Kareem's, they always operated right around the rim. But he doesn't need to. He he he's the point guard. Like it was funny. We I, I mentioned this the other day. In the final four teams in the NBA playoffs, mm-hmm. the Lakers and the Nuggets in the West, the Celtics and the Heat in the East, nobody had a point guard. I mean, they have point sure. guards, but none of them facilitate the offense. Boston had Tatum basically running the offense, occasionally Brown. Denver. Jokic is the point guard. He runs the break in the middle of the floor, which is hysterical to watch. The Lakers use LeBron, which is probably the most traditional point guard in the playoffs. Miami doesn't really have one either. They run everything through uh, Butler. Through when he, yeah, through Butler when he's on the court. So it, uh, is that a vanishing breed? Are we, are we completely done nah, with them? I nah, mean, I agree, nah. but the final four teams in the league, nobody had one. I think what we're learning about the final four teams in the league right now is that it's just literally about because because I think what we're seeing is like the evolution. A couple of years ago, it was what you need to get all the three and D spacers that right. you could, and everything else doesn't matter. Now we're talking about just getting as many big talented guys. I think the big thing is that there is no method to put this together. The idea is. Grab as much talent as you can. Get a coach that will ha- that will basically emphasize the strengths, minimize the weaknesses, and for the most part, that's how you're going to see guys like that's how you're going to see teams like Miami because Miami has a bunch of weaknesses. But guess who knows how to minimize them? Spolstra, yeah. who might be the best coach in the league, and, and has probably been the best coach in the league years running. Mike Malone was an underrated coach yeah. for a long time. His X's and O's have been great. It's literally just about maximizing the talent that you have. And, oh, yeah, that includes Christian Braun, who had a big stretch in the fourth. Holy which, cow. Yeah, like, I, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no. But <laughs> it like, ended the it game. Just... That, that stretch ended the game. Like, Duncan Robinson's third quarter, early, well, no, early fourth quarter in yeah. game two um, gave Miami the push they needed to get out in front. That, that, was, that was Christian Brown. As well. So, Nada the Scribe is with us here. What's Miami's path forward here? Because I've been saying for the going back, you know, to the Lakers series, the Lakers had to make uh, make it a one man show. They had to, Jokic is going to get his, nothing you can do about it. They can't allow Jamal Murray to be all star level Jamal Murray. And he has been. Uh, he was last night. I'm not concerned about the triple double. That's all nice but he was just a dynamic player. Miami can't allow I think Miami can still win this series, but they got to make Jokic do it, basically do it on his own. I don't think it, see that's where we disagree. I don't think 
that I don't think I think the series is over. I think we're looking <laughs> at a point of is this over in five or is this over in six? Right. I I just like Miami's path forward has to involve maybe Jokic in foul trouble. That's the only thing I can think of. That that's the way forward. It, it's got to be okay. Get to the rim. Get Jokic in foul trouble. But the problem is, Jokic is kind of the master defending without fouling, or and not defending, <laughs> or that too. That, that, I mean, that's sometimes you know. Sometimes he doesn't have to. Uh, like I, I still I'm, I'm holding out hope. Miami can make this a long series. Um, I thought I thought Denver played defensively with a lot of energy, but I really thought Miami let them off the hook. Way too many settled for early in the shot clock threes. For even though that's how they won game two, I don't think that's a recipe for winning the series. All right, let me ask you a couple of other things before we have to say goodbye to my friend Nada the Scribe. Um, let me start with uh, the Chris Paul rumors here. So Chris Paul is probably going to be either released or traded by yep. the Suns. They also have decided apparently that they're going to move DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I mean, I don't yep. understand. I mean, I, I, I understand it. I, I understand the Ayton. I'm not a huge fan of Ayton to begin with, and I think Paul's probably done uh, as an impactful player for any, you know, f- certainly for an entire season. You know, may, maybe he's, he you bury him on a bench for a while, and then you take him off out of mothballs like in March, and mm-hmm. let him take you across the finish line. But what are you, what are your thoughts there? Does he fit anywhere? I know the Lakers because of uh, the friendship is a is a rumor, but does is there a fit for him? You know, um, it was funny because I thought Lakers. I think he can help a lot of young teams, the Hornets included. Uh-oh. But you know the team that makes the most sense that I didn't see until Tom Haberstroh of um, Levitard said it? Memphis. Memphis makes so much sense for a team like Chris Paul, for, for, for like Chris Paul because that team needs adults. It's very <laughs> clear they need adults. He's a super adult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like, let's think about what he did for a guy like Devin Booker. Devin Booker, like, say what you want about, like, the stat, the impact might be overrated on the court, but the attention to detail, the preparation, that stuff, that stuff matters. And for a team like Memphis, who is probably losing Dylan Brooks and probably all for the better because, again, he's a lightning rod. Yeah. For that, for that, a team like that, I think Chris Paul, being an adult, teaching people how to prepare. You do not know how long John Morant is going to be gone. It's anywhere. I've heard from anywhere from like 15 games to 45 games. It does. You don't know how long he's going to be gone. Chris Paul stepping into a role to be an adult, to help all those other kids get ready, prepare for prepare properly and mind the store until John Morant gets his mind right. I feel like that might be the best way forward for the, for him. But at the same point, does he want to be in Memphis? Does he? There's a whole lot of other questions. But for me, Memphis makes the most sense. If not, th- not them, then he's going to have to look at a rebuilding team. And Monty Williams and Detroit look real, real good right, right about now. I mean, especially certainly as a mentor, Chris Paul can do that. All right, uh, quickly to the Hornets. Second pick in the draft. Nothing wrong with that. 
Uh, the rumor is Brandon Miller. I guess that really depends on what your thoughts are long-term for LaMelo Ball as opposed to drafting Scoot Henderson. Uh, so what are your thoughts on where the Hornets should go? And, again, what do you think of LaMelo Ball's long-term? I think LaMelo Ball, LaMelo, like, first things first, LaMelo Ball is going to be here for at least the next four or five years. He's signing the rookie, he's rookie max. He'd be the first to turn it down. So let's eliminate that. He's going to be here for the next four or five years. On the draft pick, I don't envy any, I don't envy them, quite honestly. Like, <laughs> I like both of these guys. There are certain things to like and certain things not to like about each. Scoot Henderson is the popular fan pick because he's got this eye-popping athleticism. Sure. But the question I have for everybody is, he. what if he ends up being Eric Bledsoe? Like, what if he mm -hmm. ends like? Doesn't really develop the, de the defensive again. Doesn't really de develop the jumper. Ends up being an upper echelon defender, but that's about it. Then, like I think we have to start looking at this at what is the floor for these guys. My floor for Brandon Miller might be closer to a Chris Middleton back, like New Orleans Peja Stojakovic, like still very, very, very good shooter, but. Can he do much else? And for this team, who ranked almost dead last in three-point shooting, Brandon Miller might really fit better and might have the higher ceiling. The only question you really have, unfortunately, is can he handle the ball? And then more importantly, can he finish better at the rim? Because within five feet of the rim, Brandon Miller shot 25%. That's oh, yeah. only going to get worse with better rim protectors. But that's also, can he fix that to the point where he's actually effective Wait, wait. Did you say that within five feet of the rim, he shot 25%? 25%, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. like, I could, yeah. no, no, I couldn't. Um, what Do you do you think there is a an off-the-court issue at all with Brandon no. Miller based on what happened at Alabama? I'm, I, I'm not suggesting there is. I'm just I'm wondering what your thoughts are. I, as someone who thought, and we got, we talked about this. Like, yeah, I thought he should have been suspended. Absolutely, like games for being involved in that, and that was just on the. You shouldn't be anywhere near gun a murder case kind of suspension. Like, yo, it you may not have been involved heavily, but at the same point, you were dumb enough to be a part of this investigation. So we got to park you for a couple of games. Just say no to somebody who asks you to bring their yeah. gun. Yeah. Just that, say yeah, no like, to that. Exactly. Like that. There's a just say no suspension. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Just say no. But f from like a overall perspective, he's largely, uh, from what we can tell, he's largely operate, like worked with the Alabama D Tuscaloosa DA like, mm -hmm, there's a okay. lot of this where this does not look like this is completely on him. He's just – he's his biggest crime is being an idiot, in a 19- or 20-year-old idiot. Right. And if that's the biggest crime, then a whole bunch of us are going to be locked up. Gosh, so I've, I've been a 26-year-old idiot before. Uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, that's not a describe. Kanata Edwards, CBSSports.com, Ion College Basketball Podcast. Uh, best shouts to uh, Leaky Black. Mm -hmm. Um Gary Parrish, Matt Norlander, and Camel Fighting. I'll talk to you later. Absolutely. Next time we'll lament over the Mets. Oh, wait, wait, forget about them. Jake DeGrom got hurt. <laughs> and not for us. This All is right. my shocked face. Yeah. <laughs> Nato, thanks, man. Peace.
Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Giggling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. 